Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Urban Mendoza. This is Jason Ortiz. And welcome to another episode of the Us Against the World podcast. Let's get it. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of our season two of the Us Against the World podcast. It's me again, Urban Mendoza, in case you forgot. Hey, this is Jason Ortiz. I didn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he didn't forget. I forget. And yeah, everybody, it's been, let's say, like around three months since we said goodbye to season one. We took a break. Took a break. We took some trips. We did a lot of things. Uh, The the budget was pretty good this summer, so we're enjoying it. Sorry, guys, if we took longer than than a month, but the wait is worth it. Trust us. As you can see with our first guest, we're already hitting a home run with Fear Hall, founder of the Get Some Sleep brand. Sir. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited that uh, we were able to get him here at the at the studio, aka my my living room. Right, Parkland Productions. Parkland Productions, man. You know, it's 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 a modest setup. Modest. Like, it's modest. So yes, for our first time listeners, to our new listeners who clicked on the link mainly for Fear Hall, mainly for the Get Some Sleep brand. First of all, thank you for checking us out. And also, we just like to talk briefly, Cliff Notes version of what the show is about. So, Jason, how would you explain or break down what the Us Against the World podcast is all about? Well, mainly, obviously, our guests sharing his or hers um, you know, experience when it comes to a certain kind of path that they're taking and being able to explain you know, the hardships and the good stuff that also came of the path that they're going with and being able to uh, relate to our listeners and maybe like we always do, you know, they provide some type of knowledge or some type of resource or advice. So it's mainly, yeah, conversation, uh, a realistic conversation of what's going on in people's lives. And I think I we, we like that, you know, we like that we are able to talk about how you mentioned the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of the situation, not just uh, that one Instagram post that's all positive. <laughs> yeah. We want to see why it's, what happened right before that, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think that's one of that's a way I can describe it. What about you, man? What can you describe it as? Yeah, I, I really like how you mentioned about the Instagram post. We don't just show the highlights here. We share the whole journey, whether ups and downs, right. uh, many downs, as we found out in season one with our with our episodes there. We like to go in deep, get philosophical sometimes, mm-hmm. emotionally, get down to, like you said, the core of one story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that relates to many people who are also struggling, who are also in the journey of trying to achieve their dreams and goals. No goal is too big or too small, in my exactly. opinion. And that's what we mainly do here in Us Against the World. So it's us, not just Jason and I, but rather us, as in all of us, as in the listeners. Mm -hmm. So it's you. You are a part of us. And it's against the world in the way that you don't know what the world's going to throw at you. Sadly, there's going to be some bad people in the world, people that are going to try to get you down. Right. Curveballs, all that. Yeah, curveballs. So this show is all about, you know, how how to navigate that. Through learning the experiences of our guests. Exactly. That's how I see it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So thank you guys for clicking on this episode. Again, this is the Fear Hall interview. It's a great interview. We go in deep into how Fear Hall started the Get Some Sleep brand. It's a good story. We'll show how creative he is, how his um, creative process is, how hard it is to run a brand. We go in deep. Yeah, man. And for the new listeners, too, feel free to check out our previous season as well. Uh, We have great guests. Uh, like Coach Ken also, Alberto Vargas, yeah. you know, Andres Calmani. And of course, you know, feel free to leave a comment, suggestions. We're all open to it, man. 
We'll leave a link to our Instagram page. Please follow it if you like the content of today's episode and want to keep updated on our following episodes. We have many episodes down the pipeline ready to go that are all really good. We're really excited to share them with you. Please subscribe to the podcast page, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'd love to have you on board with us in this journey. Thank you guys and enjoy this Fear Hall episode in 3, 2, 1. Ready for it. Today on the Us Against the World podcast, for our season two opener, we have Fear Hall, creator of the Get Some Sleep brand. Thanks for coming through, man, and we're thrilled to have you. Thank you, Irvin. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we're here to talk. Let's see what happens. Mr. Sleep, how are you doing today, man? Man, pretty good. I had a long day. So your brand, Get Some Sleep, first of all, great name. I love Thank it, you. dude. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the people what it's all about? Okay. I guess Get Some Sleep, in like a, if you were to put it in a nutshell, is just me creating stuff and how I it's not like I guess just the whole concept is like the story of like how one person like no real mm-hmm. fashion background or anything and then is creating a brand so like that's just what I've been doing for like four years just trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to do everything as high quality as possible but still trying to like put my own personal touch on it there's no like deeper meaning like oh get some sleep is about like da 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 it's just uh. kind of like a story and then everyone yeah. who's like watching it is just watching my success of like trying to grow it from the ground up okay so i think that's what a lot of people subscribe to get some sleep for because i see the aesthetic and it's it's very i will use the word depressing Mm -hmm. because the quotes it it gets you in the feels yeah is that how it originally started or is that how it just came to be with time well i i would say that get some sleep is kind of like a journey of self-discovery for myself and at the time of creating it i was uh working at a really bad job it was like 10 hours of 10 hours a day Dang. like the commute was from Newport to uh, Orange so in the yeah, morning and night tough. that sucks the 91 that's is crazy 91. Okay. so it's like a 10 hour job and then the two hour commute so I was like spending half my day there and then I did that for like two years and I was like there's gotta be more life than this you know like this is this is the end of day like I know a lot of people are cool with that like just working nine to five until they die or whatever but nah. I don't think it was for me like I, I can't do it like uh so while I was working that job I just had ideas and I was like and just research how to like how I can execute them, and I've been doing that ever since. What did you Google? How to start a brand? <laughs> yeah, uh, what's up? Uh, what's well, yeah. it's not really Googling. I just kind of like I like saw, saw an ad for like Shopify. I'm like, oh, so that's how you make a website. Mm. And then like just through like because one of my things is that I always browse the internet. Like I read Wikipedia pages. I just do anything that's interesting. And then like on Etsy and stuff like that, I saw people like they make shirts and put them Customs, online, yeah. and they like fulfill don't fulfill them themselves. And then through that, I'm like, how do you how do you do that? There's a whole plan. How can yeah. I do that? And then I'm like, how do I start making shirts? Da, 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 da. And then that's how like the whole aspect of like getting something online started. But the whole creative aspect, you know, I've been creating all my life. I've never like, I've always had a create. Like, even ask my brother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just always been a creative person. Is how I feel. Yeah. So that's how I got into making stuff. Just yeah. all my life. Do you remember a time where it, it all just clicked? Like, this is what I like doing. And this is what I want to continue doing. I wouldn't say there's like a, I just think like if you're a creative person, you're a creative person and, star, you're, yeah. and you're fina- like, there's analytical people, there's creative people. There's just, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people that don't ever draw or like, don't ever think like, or move out of the linear path or whatever. Like the people that work nine to five, the people that drive on their freeway, 65 miles per hour, you know, like it just, you're either that or you're not. But I didn't, I, I knew I was always, cause I was always just drawing. I was always doing something creative. Yeah. I was, I don't know, wearing weird clothes. I was always doing <laughs> something like I just never fit into that bubble of normalcy. What about the quotes and phrases? Because that's something yeah. I think it's uh, 
it's something big about your brand. Mm. I hope I don't feel like this forever. Yeah, uh, right. Everything is better with you or everyone I love is here. I guess the original quote that I started off with uh, January 2017, it was, I think I hate myself. Oh, you know, it's just, you okay. work at, you work a nine to five. It's literally what it is. Like agree, you work a nine to five, uh, you go home, you sleep and you go back to work. And like, yeah. what the hell is the point to this? Like, right. what's the point of that? It's like too, too much of a routine. I'm yeah. like living to pay bills. Like that's uh, existence as hell, you know, like it's not worth it. So yeah. to me, just the phrases like, it didn't really, it's never been a thing where I just put words on a shirt, but I would always like draw a little design. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just do that. And then I remember, um, I came up with, I hope I don't feel like this forever in 2018. And I just put like a handprint. It was like a pick of a hand reaching out and it was like, it kind of looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then the, I forget how, but I just remember I was like in my, in my parents' apartment and I was just like in my room coming up with designs. I don't really like sit on the computer and have a design come out. They just pop out and I'm like, damn, that's, I'm gonna put that like that perfectly encapsulates the image the graphic right and then through time it's just like it's always it's always been quotes but now it's just more like putting them on the back and big that's just what i do like that's my my signature like yeah. that's how i've been doing sure. it were there brands growing up or people that inspired you like okay i want to be like this mm. i, I want to be like him or any brands like or aesthetics yeah yeah, yeah. I I that's a very good question because like growing up i've always liked clothes like um i've always would browse fashion boards but i wouldn't i would never really cared about like people put me into the streetwear label but i've never cared about that i just like clothes like i've always mm-hmm. liked older uh archive fashion because it always has like crazy like insane stuff like there's this brand called undercover and they have like words on shirts on uh, button undercover. ups and stuff like that and it's crazy so like yeah they're you know like it's like stuff like that it is so like um different from like at the time what was popular or whatever and then it's just like i guess i draw inspiration from that but it's really just what's on my mind too like right. that's what it is you were at your job, you had this idea, you had this concept, you wanted to execute it. Did you quit while, once the brand was like up yeah. and running or how was, how well, was that transition like? I was, there was a point, all right, so I worked at that job for two years and then the, at the beginning of the second year, I, it's when I started to get some sleep and then I just remember like telling coworkers like, oh, I'm doing this little brand thing, help me out or whatever. During that year, I just threw like whatever, like the right, I don't know what term it is, like just making the best designs I could, like, um. I was able to just, you know, find financial independence. And then I remember when I quit it was February, I think 2018. I don't remember. But um, I took all my friends to Japan. And then I was oh, like, they didn't give me the yeah. time off. And I was like, I quit. I'm not going <laughs> to do this. I don't want yeah, to. Either you quit or you get fired. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I just remember like there, the, the thing that sucked is that that job, even though it sucked, I think one of the cool things was that everybody in there like knew it sucked, but we were there together. Yeah. So like there's a lot of cool, like just employees that are suffering or whatever like just working that nine to five but they're cool with it like they're happy there what was the job if you don't mind me asking it's a dental laboratory but i'm not mm. giving out the name but it, okay, it's okay. like there was a lot of cool i met a lot of cool people like so coworkers yeah. i still keep in touch with okay, okay there's a guy Bilal who like helps me out at every single pop-up i have and like he, i've known him through there nice and then like do a lot of just like people that like you make real connections making like just working with people yeah, for eight yeah. hours a day yes, was sir. was it hard to balance working that oh, like a nine to five and and the whole brand it's probably the worst thing ever because like <laughs> i just remember one specific night i dropped this collab with this brand called resurgence and then it did so well we sold like this is the first time i sold like over 100 pieces and it was a windbreaker and then i just remember like we were like had the pieces ready i had to go pick them up after work i picked them up and then i was like bagging them all in my tiny room at the time i had like a little room in my parents house and then i just remember like i worked a full like 10 hour shift i did an hour in traffic to the place the printers mm, picked up the items drove home and then I was just bagging clothes until like, I think like 2 a.m., 4 a.m. And I have to wake up at 7 a.m., get back to work, wow. and then somehow find time to squeeze into USPS. And then there was times where like, I'm going to my lunch, I'm going to go drop off the order at the USPS, and then 
come back here and then I and like if I'm lucky I get to eat. If not, whatever, I'll <laughs> steal a snack or something. Like uh, I guess a lot of people struggle like finding the time, but if it's really important to you and it's really something you want to do, like you'll do whatever yeah. it takes to to make the time for it. Right. Like no, I don't know. You have 24 hours a day. You don't have to sleep eight hours a day. You know. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now let me ask, you. like, how, how old are you? If I'm asking. 25. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And the reason why I ask because you know there's like a famous like quote from like we like Tupac. So he always yeah. says, you know, if you're gonna do something, do it before 25 because oh, yeah. it's after 25, you know, you start kind of going into the matrix of mm-hmm. just a pattern, you know, yeah, that makes sense. of like adulthood, like yeah. uh, nine to five, like you were mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. like just filling in that that. That, that journey of the complacency complacency yeah. exactly before that you know you still have the energy you mm. know uh you still have the motives yeah. you still have the inspiration like recently too like i don't know if i'm getting too personal but i you know i was looking for jobs and all that yeah. and recently i didn't really like my job so i had to leave i'm like nah this That's is not good. for me i'm yeah. still young i can still make 100%. my journey somewhere else 100%. you know i'm not going to dedicate my young life to this I'm a, company i'm a big advocate of quitting a job as soon as you don't like it Right. I remember, like, since I was like 16, I started working and I've had like 30 jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm not married to any company besides right. get some sleep. So, I'm just like, if I don't like working at Domino's Pizza, we're at a grocery <laughs> store because everyone's always hiring, right? Yeah, spice it up. Everyone man. pays the same minimum wage. So, exactly. But that, that's interesting how you mentioned, you know, and you said, you know, if we can call your brother, you know, we would ask him how you've been creative your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just called him right now, and, and he corroborated, yeah. he corroborated uh, that yeah. you are have been created since you were young. And that's crazy because when I see your, your product, yeah. when I see your, your merch, it's very cozy, man. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about it. Like, I like... It's very minimalistic, mm-hmm. very cozy. However, mentioned, the aesthetic is very... Um, vintage, Vintage, yeah. yeah. Like, I was, like, I asked you earlier in the and before we started, like, you know, the, the, the coloring. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, grainy. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. How do you explain your brand, like, colors-wise? It, like, it's, palettes. It's... All right. So, I tend to stick with darker colors. Like, I don't okay. really, like... Yeah. I don't like, like... And I like that. <laughs> hot pink or something like that. Right. But, Every now and then I will experiment. Like I did a like a pink for Valentine's Day, just because oh, okay. like you know you I go. like doing like stuff for like that's like, really inexpensive, just to make sure everyone can get stuff. Right. I know when I was like sixteen, I didn't have sixty dollars to spend on a hoodie. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, but you guys, but so nah. I, was, like, I would go to Ross and Marshalls. Oh, you guys yeah. didn't still, You guys didn't get your mom's credit card and use it? Nah, oh, dude, you guys are shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just we kidding. we told a story on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I I went to Tilly's and uh, there was a, a pandemonium with uh, like three. Dude, that's a classic. Three for pandas us. riding yeah. in a golf cart. It oh, was yeah. from Riot Society. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if the brand still exists, Probably but it was it was twenty five dollars, and for me that was like a million. Yeah, I wouldn't dare to ask my mom like, oh mom, could you buy it for me? It's crazy because really? I have a friend, Sam, who's 17, and he runs a brand, and he's doing really well. His, nice. his brand's Mind Liquid. And um, the kind of clothes he has in his closet right now, when I was 17, I would never imagine having. Like, Is there a lot like of hype brands? A lot of hype yeah, brands? Yeah, a lot of okay. Supreme Dead, stuff oh, like that. Kids like, are crazy. really nice shoes. And I'm like, dude, I had two pairs of pants in senior high right. school. Like, I never, like, <laughs> hey, were they RSQs? No, they were, uh, they were Wranglers. Uh, RSQs, Wranglers, yeah. even. Yeah. All right. They're sick. I still, I'm still rocking Wranglers. Hey, so. there you go. RSQs were two for 65 at oh, Tilly's. Oh, that's yeah. Why. They're sick. Yeah. They're sick. That's Always true. Those. When I got my first job, bro, remember, remember the warehouse uh, shoe warehouse shoe sale right there in mm-hmm. Lincoln and Anaheim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kmart. Bro, I went there and bought like some striped shirt. I don't even know what brand it was. And I thought I was legit. I'm like, oh, I have my own money now. And then, like, Irvin's brother, and shout out to Johnny. Yeah. You know, like, he put me on, and Irvin put me on to your brand. That's sick. Um, th- this guy has Supreme. These kids have way better clothes, bro. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? It's, it's weird. I think kids care more about clothes now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, yeah. Definitely. But they know the value of it because mm-hmm. this guy, he resells it for more sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's how he started making money yeah. with, with reselling. He'd be flipping them. If it wasn't for reselling, because he started reselling at 15 like Dang, 15 years crazy, old. Yeah. So he was making my at 50 when I was his age. I didn't have a job. I oh, just yeah. focused on playing outside and soccer. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I, I I wouldn't even worry about oh I I want to buy Palace. Maybe they're just the shoes. We care about shoes. Like yeah, all right, shoes, if I have Nikes. Yeah. We're chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, I man. think it's also more accessible now because, like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was like 15, like you have to have a PayPal account, like already hard to manage. Yeah, it's like right. How do you do all that? But now it's like you sign up, go online, you it's can so start easy. making money, go on mm-hmm. Depop, sell a shirt, you get right. 50 bucks. Use that to buy, I don't know, eBay, all these three bricks. Just, flip yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, though. It's true. It's, it's very easier true. now to make money than ever. But yeah, man. But it's interesting that you said that you would get home tired. Yeah. And you had to ship all those items until, uh-huh. until two in the morning. But since it was something that you were passionate for. Yeah. You didn't really care about the, like being tired, yeah. like mm-hmm. mentally and all that. Even now when I'm like, dude, like something about like your own work, you never get tired of. Like mm-hmm, I'm of constantly course. like. I'm always, I'm like, even to this day, like, I'm still folding shirts until I get tired. Like, I'll, I remember, like, me and my friend Chino, like, I think there's a shirt we call, that had a daisy on it, and it said, this world is better with you. Mm-hmm. We sold, like, over 1,200 of those shirts. 1,200. And then, and then uh, it was just me and him. We put on some Netflix. We were folding shirts. Right. Folding shirts for, like, I think it was, like, four hours. And then bagging them and shipping them out. And then we did all in, like, maybe eight hours. Dang, but there's man. something about, like, when you're working with someone who, who cares about that brand and, like, and then that's also my passion as well. Like you just right. don't get bored, don't get tired, don't get hungry. Like you, you know, know, like you just, it's worth the long exactly. investment. Yeah. Everything is worth it because then mm-hmm. obviously, like we reap the fruits of our labor. Like exactly. we just, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. That mm-hmm. you reap the fruit of the labor yeah. of your own product. Exactly. Because if you work for a, your boss company, or yeah. a company mm-hmm. or a you're restaurant, re- you're doing it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you you give good customer service. Yeah. And you your get your job. paycheck. And you get your paycheck. But that's not the reaping the benefits. Yeah. You're just getting exactly. You're making some. But money. when it's you, it's like, okay, I'm doing it for myself. And yeah, money's going to be in my pocket, but it's also the product that people are going to enjoy. The story. The story. The story. Yeah. I, I want to give the best. You always want to impress yourself before yeah. anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, that's like if I can make a hoodie that's like two ounces heavier than the one I, that I made last week or last month or whatever, I will. Like I'll do whatever I can to like finance that or like pay the money for it. Like it's the drive to do it. And then the word sleep, I can never get. Yeah, sleep.com, I can't ever own. Nah, nah, Nesto nah. owns that. The drug oh, company. Okay, okay. I honestly sell them like $10 million. They sign a petition, bro. What you mean? I don't think nah. that's going to work. <laughs> what is the URL? I think it's, I think I, I hate myself. I have three. It's I think I hate myself.com. Uh, have you ever been in love.com? And oh, I hope I don't feel like this forever.com. Oh, and they'll yeah. all take you to the same thing. See, so I, I guess it's a thing where like, dude, a lot of people have this URL that's like, buy something apparel.com. Mm, that's that's like, cheap. Dude, I think you should be as creative as possible in every single domain. So, like, you have a domain, can you make it That's like all you, yeah. Make it like I don't know, like if you had a brand about like plants, be like uh, the greenest plants ever, or something like that. I don't right. know, something like that. Make it unique, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, true. So design all the way down. I don't really think I don't think of myself as a business owner first. It's always second to me. Like, okay, I'm just a creative person. I like making stuff. Like, yeah. that's always first to me so it's like i always get stuff like have you ever run facebook ads i'm like i've tried it that's like, what i'm saying i don't yeah. care about it like i've never you're oppenheimer bro uh, you created the atomic bomb and whatever they do it's yeah. them right but yeah. you feel guilty or no, no okay uh, just science bro. it's just that <laughs> they didn't create they discovered it right yeah. <laughs> everything happened organically for you that's yeah, what i think more so organic. it's just mm-hmm. it's not like you followed a, to be. a plan or a strategy or like a yeah. map like it's 12 steps not on even how to that there's like really brand. no plan for this like mm-hmm. you can't go online and be like how to create a really cool brand from your own organic ideas and there's like a blueprint you can follow because no, yeah. then you'll become like, cheesy i think not even that there's oh, just no work. plan like you there can like, and then who am i supposed to contact like do i contact like bobby hundreds and be like hey how did you do this like i I can't reach out to him, you know, like, yeah, or whatever, true. like, it's very different. Like, there's no blueprint for this. This is just something you figure out and you go, like, that's you true. figure out how to ship out a bunch of products. You figure out where to get poly mm-hmm. You figure out 
who can print shirts the cheapest or how who can print it the fastest. Like you learn on the go. Basically. You learn on the go. That's There's true. no. That's why I always tell people like, why wait? Like just go as you go. Because yeah. I have so many friends that are like, I'm trying to start a business and da 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 da. Hmm. But they're like. Like, oh, I'm going to start it when I get the perfect name. Oh, I'm going to start it when I get no, da da da. No, no, no. And then, like, people spend, like, six months writing the perfect Shoot. name. That's six months you're going to be doing sales. Yeah, man, already you know? making that profit. Yeah. I think one makes it big is once you connect with the people, with the mm. audience. Because I started a music page, a yeah. hip-hop Instagram right. page. Shout it, it was, out, bro. What is it called? It was called Music Poser, bro. It music is poser? called Music Poser. And uh, it's, yeah, it's still alive. It's still alive. <laughs> and it's prime. It had 8,000 followers. Oh, damn. And I would, write, I would write reviews. I would write, like, music, like, analysis. Yeah. yeah. Was My nice opinion. Person. Yeah, it was big. It was big. And that's, people that's liked it. People, yeah. um, they they really related to to what I was saying. You know, mm. I never took myself serious. Yeah. I would make little jokes. Yeah. Good interactions, bro. I yeah, good that. interactions. And that's how I got to eight thousand. So mm. people would also hit me up, like, "Hey, I want I want to make hip hop page. How do I how do I uh, get like a lot of followers?" And I'm like, "Bro, just just be yourself. Like, yeah, literally, exactly. I, I know that sounds cheesy. Yeah, but once you be yourself." People relate to that. Mm-hmm. How you huh. with your brand, you were yourself. You know yeah. your your first shirt was "I Hate Myself." Yeah, people connected to that, and it from there it just grew. Yeah, right. that's going back to what you said about the whole generic thing. Like, um, you can like if you want to make a generic brand and like try to like do that. Like a, you can like if you want to buy a blank shirt, go on like Amazon. You can find a million blank shirts. Exactly. But it, you can't like if you want to buy a, a unique something. That's no, one piece out of one. Yeah, exactly. One, it's like, like I'm saying, the young people right now, yeah. they want those pieces, yeah. uh, unique pieces. Yeah. They don't want, yeah. they don't go to, I mean, they do go to like Tilly's and all these yeah. stores, but they, they go to pop-ups like yeah. like the ones you have mm-hmm. or they go online and they mm-hmm. want to get the exclusive stuff, you know? And in your case, whether you want to admit it or not, it's exclusive, you know? Because it's more yeah. limited than a production where you go to like Ross and you get a shirt, Oh, you know? yeah. So it is limited. So these kids, they, they, they like limited stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And you're you're feeding that, that them, you know, and yeah. their inspiration. And I don't know, these young kids nowadays, I think, they they feed off that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like it's something. I would, <laughs> I like I never like say anything will never go away. Even though like mm-hmm. just the only reason why I don't restock stuff is because I'm always like trying to challenge myself to make something better. That's like, a good way. Yeah. It's cool. Like the celestial cut hoodies. Everyone's constantly asking me to restock them. The one you just showed me. Yeah. But I have a feeling I can make a better hoodie. Like I know like for my next collection it's gonna be a better hoodie. So I'm just like right. I don't know. I'll have that in my back pocket. And as I'll a fan, we'll it. trust it. We're like exactly. all right. As a fan, we'll be like. I can't wait for that drop. Exactly. Instead of like, bro, I want that last one you exactly. dropped. Exactly. Yeah. Because everyone's always going to want the one they didn't get. Everyone wants the one they didn't <laughs> yeah, get. Yeah, the comments, mm-hmm. when are you dropping this again? Yeah, that's, Never. That's, you you that's snooze, you lose, is. right? Like, snooze, you lose. And then it's a thing where like, there's people that believe in me enough to like, pre-order a product that's $90 and mm-hmm. wait, wait like a month for it. Like, that's that's insane. Like, it's just something beautiful about that. You know, like, that's strange. Hard, to, hard to describe. Yeah. yeah. In the beginning, who backed you up? Mm-hmm. Were there people that like backed you up from the from the get go? Dude, oh my god, this talk got, to us, man. I, I gotta like, there's like a whole list of people I would shout out because like I, dude, I, the cool thing about my brand is that there are some people that have been supporting me and following me since like 2017, and they still constantly buy. Dang, like, man. I don't know what it is. That's like, it's just like these are people that are like, that's awesome. Dude. Yeah, like I don't know, like core. Core believers, like they're believers. They're, they like went across the boundary from supporter to like a genuine friend. So it's like that's awesome. people I talk to constantly, and then like people like, that are still like watching the growth of it. And then I, and then every now and then I'll get messages from like, oh, damn, I unfollowed you in like 2018. That's crazy that this is the same brand. I'm like, yep, just grow. Right. But yeah, that's one of the things I think is very special about my brand is that I have like that like very core group of supporters that's watched has been watching it grow, and it's just to them it's like a story of like and you know who they are. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. I I would give you like a whole list right now, but like it's just crazy. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Man. What did your family think of it? Like your parents? Ah, that's a good um, question, yeah, bro. That's a good question. That's you're Latino, bro. Yeah, so course, I want to know what's dude. up with them. Well, the thing is, my parents have always been supportive of everything I ever do. That's so so I I love my mom, I love my dad. Like hey. they're always 
trying to help me in any way, shape, or form possible. Like, there's times where, like, I paid them to ship, and they're... She were all shipping in the living room when it was like getting to that point. Oh, yeah, mom and dad there too. Yeah, pop sleep, mom sleep. Dude, I remember there was a time where, like, I remember my brother, my friend Alex, we were shipping out in the warehouse and it's like we're shipping like a family. Like, that's dope. My parents have always been supportive of what I did. And then it's obviously the money helps. Like, when I was paying the rent, they're like, all right, can't complain. You know, like, as long as the money's coming in, we got to support. I told them I was going to quit my job and I was like, oh, well, you don't have anything to worry about. My mom's always been like, like, they've always believed in me that they'll do it. I think having like the six like just like the affirmation of someone believing you is very helpful too because there's a lot of people who are like man no one believes in me like but then just believe in yourself to see that's what you the can main do one yeah. it's believing in yourself good advice right if now. you fail you fail at least you try exactly you don't look back in five years and be like regret it like man i should have done that yeah exactly I'm coining that one bro i'm coining it <laughs> which one i'm making a shirt and i'm gonna put that one if you fail you fail that's good yeah, man, just give me 20%. <laughs> all right, all right, got you. <laughs> That's crazy. If you guys need someone to print it, let me know. Hey, hey you got some homie? Because we, were, we, were, we went on an Uber, and this guy was like, he prints shirts. Oh, yeah? Uh, remember the, the Asian guy? Yeah, he gives his, he his, gives uh, his business, business card and everything. Oh, that's crazy. I print them at my shop. Like, ah, I have okay. the, the stuff to do it. All right, bet, man, bet. Thank but, you. What's up? How did you find your suppliers? Because mm, nowadays, oh, there's, there's a lot of people who do everything. Yeah, how would you do that research, bro? Back then, it was way harder to find a supplier, but like, Mm-hmm. Well, when I was just doing shirts and hoodies, like I would just I went on Yelp, like hey, and then I would I would run through them because they would always be up. Like, yeah, there's a I don't even want to name them, but like I've pretty much been to every single screen printer in Orange County. Oh, it's not that they know me or whatever, but like, right? But they had, had a like, chance, huh? They like, had a chance to be exactly, collaborating, bro. Exactly. But like I I went to them. People gave me my sh- like months late, and I'm Dang. like, nah, I can't work with you. That I don't care what discount you give me. That's insanely late, right? And then there's people who like. Actually, a lot of them are just being late. Like, it's always that. Uh, <laughs> it's never, like, they'll be like, I got you in two weeks, bro. I got you in three days, bro. But never. But That's then, normal in, the, in in that industry? Yeah. People being late? Like, the I would printers? say so. Like, I, dude, every screen printer is, like, it's just like Dang. that. But there are, there are some good ones. But In the beginning, you did have uh, stumbles with those suppliers. And yeah, your, your customers were the ones that, mm, yeah, that, like, that like, suffered. I remember, like, the worst one. I remember, like, the shirt I released in August of 2017. And it was just like, it's like normally I can get them out quick. Like I'll like do a little pre-order for the weekend and I'll have them out that Friday. But this guy was just like, it's, I remember it's a guy and um, I just remember he's like, all right, like I remember I was still at work too. So I was working and then he sends me an email on the day that I was supposed to go pick them up. And he emails me like, oh, what's up, Daniel? Uh, your shirts are beginning production today. And I, like, and I got out of my chair. I called him like, dude, you told me they were going to be ready today. I told everyone oh, they were going to be ready today. Oh, man. And he's like, nah, they're starting production and needs two weeks. And then I just tell everyone like, yo. Um, they messed up, but you know they told me something. Told me happens all the time. Like you build a hype though, which yeah. You but that's another <laughs> thing. Like that's also the danger of pre-order. Like if you don't mm-hmm. have your system filled out, then it's probably not something you should really do. That's true. Yeah. Hey, so what's your background, man? Well, my parents immigrated from Mexico, so I'm Mexican. You know, but I was born here. Um, what about you guys? Hey, shout out to Mexico, bro. Me too. Veracruz, yeah, same, bro. Oh, yeah. All Mexicans here, man. It's cool seeing you, like a Mexican, doing big things, representing, bro. bro. No, you guys too. It's like I think, like us. I mean, it's not like some weird like click or whatever, but we should all try to up, up bring each other. Yeah, yeah, like man, that's true. Man. That's why, like, I was like, I'm down to do this. You, they're Mexican. Let's do it. Let's roll. That's tight, that's man. Tight, yeah. Yeah, man. Of course, like it helps, you know, when you have we, not that we, we grew up in the same hood or anything, but mm-hmm. we all have something to relate to. Yeah, we're all Orange County, and though. we're all Orange County, yeah. you know. So we can definitely, you know, collaborate and have mm-hmm. like our stories be heard, and why not help out each other, you know? Exactly. So that's a good yeah. point that all you that bre- matters, right? same all that matters. Same background, same 
Same upbringing, same struggles. Same, same chancla. struggle. Same chancla. Same like, you chancla had chancla too, bro? Everyone, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Mexican. tough, bro. Yeah, you're right. With the uh, I deserve it sometimes, though. Yeah. All right. At least you're being yeah. accountable. That's good, bro. Exactly. It's all, all you can be. Irvin said hanger, bro. What are your parents doing? Hangers, hangers, bro. What? You, you know, like ganchos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those hurt the most, yeah. man. You're Those nasty, yeah, bro. Yeah. You could rate it like the belt, the gancho. Yeah, yeah. Let's gancho, belt, and... Chancla's like, yeah, you can, bro, yeah. after hurt. 13, you're what like, hand, like straight hand, uh, straight leather hand. Yeah, yeah like just uh, whip. It depends where it lands. It depends on who does it. Your dad probably hurts a lot. Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom will give me my whoop. Has it ever happened to you guys where like your mom hits you and like you're bony or whatever? Like, and she I'm hits not. your, and I've she, never been. All right, she hits you and then yeah. she gets injured and she hits you even harder because <laughs> she's mad. She's like, me duele. So then she hits you harder. Yeah. Yeah. Something about Mexican culture and casual child abuse talk. Is yeah. Yeah. Right. Do we need to go through like traumatic, like go to like a psychiatrist? I'm not going to though I did deserve it when I when I, I was like yeah, they're, they're cool. I remember even my friend like Alicia said the same thing. It was like you get hit once, you're like, all right, yeah, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I'm not advocating for it, right. but I don't know, I'll probably never hit my kids if I have kids. Did you guys ever laugh getting by getting hit? When you guys were getting hit? No, that's disrespectful. At one point, no, at one point it is because they get yeah. more mad. But I'm saying yeah. at one point it doesn't hurt anymore. Like oh, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. just you know you're gonna get hit. You just take and you start laughing and like, they nah, get mad. Man. You know, so I will hit myself just to get ready, bro. Like I will get the bro, and like what? and like in my room, tush, 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 just to mentally be ready. So once she comes in, I'm like, all right, hit me with your best. It's already burning. So it's already. Because <laughs> of because the first the first ones do stain the most yeah. Shock, yeah and after that it's like all right like, yeah. like fifteen more seconds fifteen seconds yeah, not one you guys geek from Guerrero are nasty bro they kind of whipping it seems so good to see you back again how long has it been What's the what's the end game for the brand? Do you have any uh, goals or aspirations for it? It's a question I ask myself all the time. Like, I can see it going down various many ways. Like, one, someone's gonna buy it out. I don't know. I would have to be like, I don't, I don't even know if like I would have sell to have it. a lot of zeros. It's gotta have check. like, it's gotta. Well, ideally, like, it's doing enough for me to live really well. But ideally, it would be enough for like my parents and my close friends to do really well. So that's that's a number I would sell out for. Like, if it's like. If it's like can guarantee me income for them for the rest of their lives, okay, cool, I'll do it. Like like royalties and all. Yeah, that. but I would just hate to see like my stuff in the zoomies. Like I hope I don't feel like this forever mass produced and every. You color. don't think so, bro? You don't. No, want you wouldn't sell your stuff like that. I would never. I would never. Even I, though it makes you millions. I've been in. It's like that's the. I would only do it if like I can guarantee the income for my parents wow, and okay. family. But I would never want it to be like that. Of course. And then another outcome, I can just see me doing this for the rest of my life. Just like small batches, clothing, people buying it. It's true. You know, like keep making it, trying to make the best stuff I can make. And then obviously I'd, five years ago, like my like my work has gotten better. I can't even imagine how I'm going to be in 10 years. So it's like, mm. that'd, be, that'd be a cool process. But then I can imagine like, because I already have friends like who are can kind of manage everything by itself. Like they know how to ship, they know how to X, Y, Z. They right. know how to do customer support and emails. So I can imagine like, if like I was to take on a creative project, like maybe a start a fashion label, like I don't know my name, right. like you know how a lot of people do that, and like try to to, to to do that and just let them run get some sleep, I do that. Like uh, okay, okay, probably like step down from get some sleep and move on to something else. So you have employees under you? Yeah, I have two people that help me out. I have a uh, my friend who helps me ship, and then I have uh. Some guy who does emails in Connecticut. Okay, okay. Nice. That's how you do it. Do you know this guy from Connecticut? Like personally? You it's crazy. Him? I met him on <laughs> Which I met him on Discord. You guys know ah, Discord, is? yeah. yeah, yeah. We're like okay. uh, on the DM on the yeah, on the cats. Like, <laughs> yeah. like back then I would like just join as much like fashion groups as possible. Ah, and we okay, met through okay. one. 
And then just, I don't know what the hell, what's up with him, but he's uh, been by my side ever since. Like, he's a cool dude. Like, the first time I, m- I met him in person was, uh, we did a pop-up in August or whatever, and he flew down, so we did that, and that was cool. That's it. And then, um, second time I met him was recently, cause, oh wait, he came down to LA first. I mean, I've met him three times, but then the last pop-up, he flew down, and he was like, Connecticut, fuck you, gonna, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Who's out, the there, coast, no yeah. out there, man? No one's out there. Nothing is out there. Out of all people, you find a guy in Connecticut. Dope for him, man. That's dope. Yeah, he's, he's awesome, dude. That's he's crazy. And it's crazy because I think I care about the brand. This guy cares about the brand 10 Yo, times more. So, he's a fan fan. Oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't say that fool's a, that fool's a full-blown employee. If anyone's going to take take the throne, it'll be him like that. That's some Wolf of Wall like Street, Jonah Hill story. He, like, he's the guy who, like, I fear. Like, he'll uh. call me. He'll be like, why didn't this order out? And I'm like, damn, uh. my bad. I was like, I'll be like, because it's not that I'm lazy with it. I'm just like, he's the accountant accountant. Like, hey, he's like, yeah. He does, why are you he wasting money on this? I'm just nah, kidding. He's, <laughs> okay. like, he's like, he's like, He's like, hey, I emailed him that this order was going to be out this day. Why isn't it out He's that on day? top of you. Like yeah, that. he's on top of me. But that's good. That we need I'm, that kind I'm of team. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. You, you kind of have to find the energies like, that will work with you. Because like, I'm a very like aloof, kind of like easy going, goes to flow guy. Like, spirit. Yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of like, oh, I'll save it for tomorrow. But this is the guy who's like, he's like, I have to be at work at 7 o'clock type of thing. You know, like that's yeah. a, he's a really cool. So yeah, we man. do balance each other out. What's his name? Give him a shout Dylan. out, man. Hey, shout out Dylan. Shout out Dylan, man. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. It's interesting that you said about Zoomies. It was Zoomies about yeah. you don't want to ever see. God no. Have you gotten any phone calls from I've stores? Gotten, I got. Like I get them all the time, like emails from like the ones that I care about, or like the boutiques. Like there's mm-hmm. places in Japan that I reached out that I haven't reached out back to in a oh, while. Industry is good right there. I like all the little um like there's like a thousand little fashion boutiques everywhere like that are just kind of like independently run, hand curated stuff. Like I like those. Yeah. But I would never want to be in a mall. Like I would never want to be like in a hot topic. Or oh, you're right though. I can see you at a boutique, bro. Mm-hmm. Boutique section. Well. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They've like, asked you and you said no. Who? To the boutiques? No, or actually, or I've I've been in I've been in a few and I I like oh, I did nice. this thing where like um you're teasing huh? Huh? You're teasing them. You're like, nah, nah, yeah. No, gotta, there's like oh, some okay, that I just okay. haven't got to because like another <laughs> thing is like I don't have hella product. Like I of don't course, like. You got to supply, yeah. Exactly. I got like got to get it made, and I'm like, all right, this is what you want to choose from. And if they're like, oh, I don't want any of that. Okay, well, wait the next stuff. Like you got to let it sit too for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then sell, also, yeah. you don't get paid for those those things until they get the stuff. Exactly. So it's like, eh, I have to put up all that money up, up front, front and then ship. They pay for the mm-hmm. shipping though, but it's tough. I don't know. I, I'm. It's also not a lot of money too. Like my friend who also does it. It's like it's. It's cool to be in the stores, but it's not like it's not going to pay your bills, you know. Yeah, like, there's other brands in there that are also competing for you. Exactly, so, but you it's, I guess brand. like if you want to be like, because I'm I'm happy with it. I've been in a store. I've been in a few stores. Like I'm content with it. It's not something I want to keep chasing. But there's always like those like um like I'd like to be in like I don't know like Dover Street Market. I'd love to be there. I'd yeah. love. I'd kill. I'd give them all for free. But, like you sell and make whatever money yeah, you want. Like I stuff like that. Like I'd love to like those boutiques. That's like, part of culture. I'd, I'd there, yeah, exactly. for sure. There's a lot of ones. Even the one in OC, I forget the name. There's the on lab? In, no. The lab, yeah. It's, yeah, not, the lab. it's in the lab. Yeah. Blends. Blends, Blends. Yeah, I'd love to be there. Blends. It'd be cool. They have a, their own thing. But, but malls, malls are dead. When's the last time we went? The village is I empty, agree. bro. The like, thing's dead. Then you ever been to the, have you been to the village recently? In Orange? Yeah. yeah. I go there for, for the what? Buffalo Wild Wings. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I like, what about you? Oh, you used to I work there. I worked at the Walmart there in he the village. You worked at the Walmart, oh, damn, bro. Yeah, bro. Dude, that's my Walmart. Wasn't that your that's probably where I saw you. No, she did. You look familiar. I go to the Walmart. cleaning the aisles. What aisle were you cleaning that day? Walmart's a good job. His brother works there. His brother works there. I hated Walmart. I worked in the garden cells. Oh, yeah? My coworkers were the worst. Oh, really? It was depressing. Hey, there's an episode on our podcast about this. It's fun, bro. It's fun. If you would have told me, hey, I believe in quitting your job once you hate it, I would have quit like two weeks. 
listen, dude, but listen, I push I'm telling you. All right, if anyone who listens to this takes any advice from me, just if you hate a job, quit because there's a million jobs out there. What about the money though, bro? Talk you to me. You make money. That's you, right. You can make. You can do, dude. You can do Uber Eats or whatever and make like. I yeah, know. I'm gonna say something. Now you can. I'm gonna say something. I quit my job today, bro. Really? Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. Oh, when well, you guys hear this, it will be like two months. <laughs> and I'll probably have another like, job, but you can be like, I quit my job today. Right after hearing that, I quit my job on the spot. Why? Sorry. Same thing. It was a toxic environment, and exactly. I just knew five days in. I was five days in, bro. Oh damn! Five days in. I didn't even check in yet. I know, but you can yeah. already sense it, bro. Uh-huh. And the coworkers weren't. They were a little bit older, so they were doing their own thing. Yeah. Nobody really wanted to train you, mm-hmm. and I, I have that that knowledge where like the manager didn't really want to train you because they probably thought you were gonna leave, and I was oh, a, I was a self fulfilling right. prophecy. Self fulfilling prophecy. So he's probably thinking I was right, <laughs> but for me, I'm like, nah. Like you said, <laughs> they're like this kid's not gonna last. <laughs> yeah, because environment wasn't. Was it happy. like a warehouse type of job? No, it was like I was an advisor, bro. A college oh, advisor. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I studied for, huh. but. He's um no, it was not a good college. You were trying to recruit no, no, people. Right? I'm not knocking them down, but yeah, yeah. It, it, you have to recruit people and convince people to come to that school, That's which crazy. is not a good school. So okay, well. it's a lot of work in the back end. But um yeah, bro, thank you for inspiring me for that. You're welcome. And shout out to the school. Shout out to Brad's the is hiring. I think that's <laughs> on the street. <laughs> Let's go. Fifteen bucks an hour. Chick Fil A. Oh, no, not Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A like be paying good. In and out's like twenty two bucks an hour. In and out, they be yeah. paying college. They be doing everything. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Starbucks too. That's crazy, bro. But proud of you, man. Proud of you for for getting off a typical nine to five job uh-huh. and being your own boss. Bro, how does that feel? Being your own boss? I don't care. I mean, it's like I I don't really care about like the whole like oh, be your own boss, do your own hours. Not like as an not not as an entrepreneur. I mean, I yeah. mean, it's more like. You don't have accountability it's only to yourself, I guess. It, more of uh, that. Honestly, it's it's way more work. I feel like I have. You reckon? Yeah. Because like so. it's 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 something only other business owners will get. Like it's it's it. There's there are things in a job that are awesome that business owners don't get to experience. Like mm. a job, you can clock out. You can clock out. That's one of the and perks of it. And, and then the work stays it. there. Yeah. But there's so many times where I'm laying in bed and I'm like. I could do X, Y, Z. I could da, 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 da. Here's what I'm going to do for my next whatever. Like overtime, Loki. There's no off. There's just always, mm-hmm. always that. And there's always something you can do. Like right now, like, you know, like before this podcast, I was just bagging, bagging shirts. And then after I'm going to go back to bag shirts. And then um, I'm bagging. I'm bagging stuff that I was supposed to be shipped <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to do that. And then probably going to sleep at the warehouse or maybe my parents crash my parents and then come you back. You have a bed morning. in the warehouse, bro? I have how, a how comfy is it, bro? Oh, it's comfy. Oh, then you're chilling. Yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. Get some sleep, bro. Exactly. That's also 100 bucks an offer up. Hey, imagine Steel. this, bro. I'm just going to like put you yeah. on perspective. We're going to ask a question like, where do you see this company? I'm going to call it a company, but mm-hmm. a brand. You, you're going to, this story, you're going to write a book one day. That's just all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And this is like documenting your, your story too, right. in a way. Uh, being here at the podcast. You maybe twenty years from now, when you have you, you right now, you say like you're gonna be working like you're working twelve hours, maybe obviously more. Yeah, a lot. One day you're not. Yeah. I'm assuming you know once once your brand, you have employees to fulfill all these yeah. things. You know what are you gonna think then, bro? I mean, you can't think down future, but like, yeah. what, what do you see yourself then? And what, what you're tough. just gonna be the creative person? What are you gonna be doing? It, hold on. Oh, it's tough to think that far just because like, like I I get a lot of inspiration from when I used to work at Cream Pan. Yeah, you ever heard Cream Pan on Tustin? That place is so good. Oh, no, it's a bakery. No. What is it? Bakery? Japanese okay. bakery. Okay, okay. And um, that's kind of like where I kind of wanted to be my own business owner because, uh, mm. or like that's where I had aspirations from it when I was like 18 working there because I worked with the boss. Like he was just there nonstop. It was kind of a thing where like if someone didn't show up, didn't do it, he's doing it. He was on like, the floor. Okay. Exactly. On every that's single day. Boss. Like, that's a good boss. I respect yeah. that. No, and it's kind of like that's the kind of person you should be. Like mm-hmm. if you have, if whatever you're doing, you should be able to take care of all of it because I know so many people who are like, 
my mom does this, my friends do that. And like, if you can't do it all, like what if they miss it? And how are you going to be able to do it? Like the roots. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, and I enjoy it. Like I enjoy shipping. I enjoy bagging. I enjoy designing. I enjoy printing. I did. I like it all. So like I can realistically see myself like still being hands on when I'm like 30 years old. Like I can hire people to do all this, but it's not the same. And even then, like I've had off months where like just waiting on something to come in or like just, you know, like sitting around, not really releasing anything. And it gets boring. Like just sitting in my house is like, I don't really have a lot of hobbies. Like I like to design, I like to create. Maybe I'll play a game here and then, but I, like, I don't really have. I don't like. I don't know. Like, I like walking parks. I like, yeah, you know, true. like laying and watching the clouds. But I don't really have any hobbies outside to get some sleep. And yeah. I feel like that's a lot of business owners. They're just like they're all dedicated to their craft. There's something about I think like when when they know. Let's say you at you're at a pop up or yeah. you're at like at the store. Yeah. And they see you, and then they see your brand, and they and then you're the they know that you're the one bagged it. Mm-hmm. There's something about that, bro. Like knowing that you yeah, are the one that bagged it. A lot of people, like I tell them when they come to pop up, I'm like, the, the reason why we can do this is because of you guys. Like mm-hmm. this is because you guys keep keep it afloat, right? Keep it Not that we're droughty or something, <laughs> but like it's just like the only reason why we get to make cool stuff and like expand and everything is because people like to purchase and like people yeah. like the items. Mm-hmm. I agree. So as long as that keeps happening, we can, I can keep making harder stuff. That's all that matters. Yeah. What did it feel like the first pop up? When you saw it in real life, people. I was so nerve wracking. I remember like I didn't eat that day. I drank like three coffees. <laughs> I had two beers. Oh, and, like I just anxiety was kicking in. Huh? Anxiety. <laughs> my anxiety is crazy, but it's only crazy for events and stuff. Like first day of school, it's just always hard for me. Like those pop ups. Like like I am like I'm not like a very social person. Like I have like four friends. I got like it's not like I'm not saying like all oh, my circle small, but like I just right. I've had the same. I hang out with the same people I've been hanging out with since elementary school. Like uh, I do meet new people every now and then that I let in my life. But there's also a lot of people that come into my life that are just like. Hey, you're the guy from Get to Sleep, huh? Oh, dude, can you show me how to make a brand? Can you do it? I'm like, I don't want to network. Yeah, yeah, like not it's like yeah. like 90 percent of the people that message me are just to network. It's never like they want something. It's like, what's your what's your favorite food? What's your favorite? You know, like they don't want to get to know Daniel you. Polito. They want to mm-hmm. get to know the owner of Get Some Sleep. Right. So that's hard to balance, but that's what it is. Right, Fear Hall. So what we do on this show is we ask our signature question to each guest. And that question is, if you could talk to a younger version of yourself, to a little Fear Hall, whether boy or girl, what advice would you give him or her trying to navigate the waters and making it? I just think the most important thing, I'm probably cliche as hell, is like just never give up. Like That's cliche, uh, bro. I know, I know, but it's very true. Like <laughs> it's, it's just I've seen it so many times yeah. where like small brands have come to me and be like, like, what am I doing wrong? Why did this item only sell? I ordered thirty two of them. Why did it only sell two? Like it happens so often. You don't want to be that. Like no one wants to be that person who has like a hundred shirts just laying in their house that they never sold. Like. No one wants to be that, but I'm just saying, like, dude, make more stuff, mm-hmm. take more risks. Like, if you if you get shut down after the first like bad day, like, this is not cut out for you. This is a life that is like you have to like follow until the end. Like, if you mm. give up easily, find something else. Go work at a regular job. You know, like right. if you are a quitter, not for you. You gotta like, you gotta have a smile when like chips are down. Like, if you're down, you're down bad. You need like a hundred dollars. You gotta find a way to make hundred dollars. You know, like right. that's just what it is. You gotta keep persevering no matter what. I don't want to be mean, but yeah. what if they suck, bro? Yeah, what if the brand suck? That's another thing, too. That sounds too. mean, that sounds yeah, mean you know? but you got to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's another thing, too. But I guess I've had a lot of conversations with people who, like, not to, like, shade, or, but, like, stuff whose work I don't think is the best or, like, not in my taste or whatever. And just as people grow, people change. Like, people, as they learn and read more about stuff and, like, they take in more um, 
stuff that inspires them, like people change and grow. And I've seen people go from like making like bad rips of like Goku drinking lean into like the craziest, <laughs> like into the craziest brands. Like just, I used to think like, well, I tell people to give up. Like it's, it's not, if At it's not for you, honest. it's not for you. Like I'm not going to force you to do this. I'm not, no one right. can beg you. No one's going to beg you to make, start no, to do this. No, like, of course not. If you want to do this, do it and keep doing it. But, and then, and then if you're quote unquote bad at it, like you'll get better. Like that's the whole point of growth. Like you get better at stuff. Like right. everyone sucks at one point, you know, yeah, like yeah. I wasn't. You gotta start from somewhere. Exactly. I wasn't the best. You think I consistency is key at that point? Just no, I don't think it's consistency. No, huh? I think it's just trying different things, different okay, approaches. Okay. You'll find, you'll eventually land on your, yeah. on your niche. Cause we have some homies that I'm, I'm not going to yeah. say names, of course, but they might want to start their brand. Mm-hmm. And we only see that like maybe they're close friends and like semi yeah like relatives they'll they'll like it and they'll buy it out of support uh-huh. and those are your first customers right exactly Always. well how do you get out of just your own family bro that's tough and your friends well one of the things is design it has to be a design that speaks yep. to people okay, like okay. 100%. no one wants to buy like what's your last name like ortiz ortiz apparel or ortiz sportswear yeah. like what that. about like a little smiley face <clears throat> what's that mean you can go to zoomies and get that shirt no one wants to buy like the sports gear that's just like some random name or whatever there's a million brands like that right. like you got to do something that no one else is doing that separates you from everyone else. Or these apparel with the with the with cursive though. What you mean? Oh, you got to do that. Okay. Embroidered on the chest. <laughs> oh my god! It has to be universal, man. It has to be something mm-hmm. that someone from your neighborhood well, yeah, would want to wear. Not even and then, from the other side. Universal's not good because, like, you don't like if you want universal, go to Walmart. Like, if you want, okay, if you want to find your friend, your audience, it's got to be something from your heart. Like, it has to mm. be. If you want, if you want universal, Walmart, Target, every that's like the basic stuff you anyone can get. But if you want to find your core people that relate to you, It'll translate, it has yeah. to be something from your heart. Obviously, we mentioned already some names throughout the episode, yeah. you know, but would you like to give a shout out to anybody in particular? Um, yeah. you know, it's a good opportunity. Let yeah. me see. Before uh, we close the curtains. Time, yes, all right. I want to give a shout out to no particular order. Okay. Alex, I don't know, Steven, Marco, Ellie, my homies for hey, life. Chino right too. Uh Damn, I feel every time I make a list, I feel like, damn, this guy's gonna be left. No out. worries, bro. No worries. No, no, they know out. because at the end you'll say and everybody else. And everybody else. <laughs> brought to you by sponsors like you. But and, I don't know. And if they know, they know, right? Damn too. Where can they find you, Fear Hall? On Instagram at get at get.sum.sleep. And then the website is I think I hate myself.com. Hey, were you stuttering there or was it a dot? Like there's a dot. dot. Oh, get there's dot. dot, dot some okay. dot periods. Or, or, or periods. periods, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll link them all like below yeah, in the wow. in the yeah. podcast notes. There you go. So you can check out his stuff. Uh it's it's some dope pieces right there. It's clean, yeah. But like he said, you better grab them before they sell out, or else you'll never get them ever again. Thank you. That's you know, true, man. bro. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. When's yeah. the next drop or something like that? When oh. is something we can All look right. forward to? Um, well, we don't know. Like, It's going to be July that we're going to drop. Oh, we're going to look in July. Oh, yeah. So, so do you have anything out in there? In July? All right. My next collection is called uh, How Do All the Pretty Things Make You Feel? <gasps> and it's... <laughs> Exclusive? Hey, bro. Is this an exclusive? Can I buy this for a girl? Yes. You can buy for yourself. Uh, you can buy for whoever. And it's, it's facts. My last collection was Everyone I Love Is Here. And I, I and it's, I it's, it's hard to top collections because I think they're all their own special things. Yeah, they're their own. But I think this is going to be the best stuff I've ever made. Thank you, Fear Hall, for coming through. Thank you all for listening to the first episode ever of Season 2, Us Against the World podcast. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome back. We're better than ever. Stay tuned for new episodes with guests just like Fear Hall. That's dope. That's interesting. If you're a new listener to the show, that's what we mainly do here. We invite guests with interesting stories and background, whether it's going to school, whether it's just hustling or regular job, or if you got like bigger aspirations, we hope we could be that uh that espresso in the morning, like Kanye mm, said. That shot. This has been your co-host Erwin Mendoza signing out. This has been Jason Ortiz. Shout out to y'all. And we'll see you all next time. Late. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you guys. I wish you guys success in all your podcasts.